Hello out there in podcast light and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network where your hosts have lots of opinions with zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, we give you our insight into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Hollywood, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Adam and Maestro. Hello! Hello! This week, to get you ready for Ocean's 8, we're watching Ocean's 13 from 2007. This movie was directed by Steven Soderbergh, and it stars... Oh, I, I don't think I can name everyone. Oh, man. I'll just give you some. Yeah, you're going to go to the hotel <laughs> hour, man. George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Matt Damon, Pacino, man! <laughs> Ellen Barkin, Carl Reiner, Andy Garcia, amongst... I'm, there, I'm leaving out like eight people. What about Don Cheadle? I love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me do a brief synopsis. We'll go from there. <laughs> Danny Ocean rounds up the boys for a third heist after casino owner Willie Bank double crosses one of the original 11, Ruben Tishkoff. I ask this every week. I think I know what the answer is. Have you ever seen this movie before? Yes. Absolutely. I've seen that. I saw it in theaters. Oh, in theaters even? Yeah. Wow. I love the Ocean's 11 movie, the, oh, yeah. uh, the remake. It was great. I saw it in high school. And the twists they throw at the end. Eleven was beautiful. It's, it's great. It's fantastic how yes. they pull it off. Yeah, Eleven was like they should teach master classes of this is how you make a movie because nothing was like it was all there. Uh-huh. But in, in, until you yes. get to the end, it's like yes. oh. Whereas Twelve was more like oh a, no, dude, Twelve does not work for me. No, there's no heist in Twelve. No, it's it's all stupid. It's just. I think they had the Adam Sandler-ism, like, hey, we can just get our friends and go to Europe? Fuck it. Let's do another movie. Okay. You sure? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, there's no heist in well, Ocean's there's, 12. Well, there's no turn. The fucking the Silver Fox guy pulls the heist when he does that stupid dance through the lasers. Yeah. <coughs> and and the Ocean's and the, cruise the, the, the heist is like, oh, none of oh, this Oh, we matters. had the egg. Sorry. We had the egg the yeah. whole time. Sorry. The last 45 minutes meant nothing. That's a twist. <laughs> Thanks for uh, hanging out. See you later. And then they made 13, which should have been... A heist, but revenge. No, 13 should have been the, the the sequel to 11. Ah. You could just ignore 12. Yeah, 12... No. I think the only thing, the reason why they had that was just to give Tulur a reason for being there. Yeah, the only reason you need to watch 12 is to know who that French guy is yeah. at the very end of the movie. That just Yeah, that just shows up in weird clothing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Aged a lot since, uh, since 12, seems like. Because Julie Roberts doesn't show up in this one. Mm-hmm. Kathleen Zeta-Jones doesn't show up. So Bruce Willis doesn't show up either. So you can leave them all out. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember how hyped I was for Ocean's 12. Like, oh, man, how are how they going to trick me this time? And then when I left 12, I'm like, dude, that was lame. Mm, yep. Big letdown. So they mm-hmm. had to, my guess is, they wanted to do a third one. They're like, no, you got to do the same shit you did in the first movie. Right. Yeah, no, no more of this uh, blank check for you guys because yeah. you made a bunch of money off 11. Uh-huh. Yeah, or they're just hiring people to be there. Uh, lazy writing. Julia Roberts. Hey, we need somebody that looks like Julia Roberts. How about the person playing Julia Roberts? <laughs> oh, hey. That was, so, that was so upsetting. I couldn't get past that. Speaking of 12, I like the scene where um, who, who's who, – I think it's – is it Casey? Somebody's talking to your boy. Yeah. And they're like, you have an Oscar, right? He goes, no. <laughs> like the way he says no, you can tell. Damon. Yeah, Matt Damon. Matt you can Damon. see like the the just the yeah the pissed off look <laughs> on his face. Like no, I don't. I don't have one. Right. <laughs> one of those Bruce Willis faces, man. So, In yeah. uh, Death Wish, remember I told you about his face? Yeah, on, on the couch. On the couch. Yeah, I think I will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Thirteen heist movie. 
I love heist movies. We talked about it a few in the pregame. Right. I love heist movies. I love the heist movies that have the the I'm borrowing this from the prestige, the the turn where you're like, whoa. Yeah. I yes. didn't see that coming. Absolutely. That that is missing in movies now. Mm-hmm. That's one of the reasons I like Swordfish so much. That was it was such a churn. Such every, the, a lot of the whole movie was kind of like a what what the what the yeah. what's happening? As, as far as like the rest of the movie goes, maybe not the best, but the the way that it kept me on my toes, I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eleven was great at that. Twelve because everything was right there. The one thing I did like about this, at least, they started off. They got right to business, like right away. Yeah. That was like within maybe ten minutes. Like, so this is the plan of what we're gonna do, and here's how we're doing all of it, uh-huh. step by step. And mm-hmm. That was kind of the fun part. I think. Like, we're not we're fucking around. Yeah. Here's Pacino right off the bat. Right. <laughs> by dude. By the way, you know how like, <laughs> like let's say you're an actor, Maestro. Okay. And I want you to be uh, Captain America. You okay. Would, you would think like, hmm, how would Captain America react to this scene? Right. Like, you would want to be in his head. Mm-hmm. I feel like Pacino was just all right, Al. Just. Pretend Al Pacino owns a casino. Right. Go. Yeah. <laughs> What's my motivation? You're in a movie. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was like this is like the the scene I showed you guys from Dick Tracy, the I want him dead. Yeah. Like that's ultimate Pacino. Yes. But I feel like they told him, All right, remember that scene you did in Dick Tracy? Tone it down just a little bit. We need you to be just you. <laughs> just a tad though. Yeah. It's pretty good. <laughs> I remember when I saw the trailer for this. And, I, and they showed Pacino. I was like, dude, no fucking way. I couldn't wait. He's so ridiculous in this movie. Yeah. He he didn't do a bad job, I think, of playing the character they needed him to play. Yeah. He's he's who he's supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I liked him as a villain more than Andy Garcia. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. He's more hateable. Yes. Because Garcia, the only reason they're robbing him is because in the first movie is because he has the money. He's jealous. That's the that's all that really is. He's right. just jealous that she chose Andy Garcia. Yeah, yeah. You can't blame him for that. No. Yeah. And he, besides, he got all his, all his money back through insurance, anyways, mm-hmm. which but, is explained in number two. But, but his whole thing too was <laughs> was not so much of like a oh I'm I'm a, I'm a badass. It's just like a, he almost seems spoiled. Like like he, he thinks he deserves this. Doesn't have to work so hard for it. Mm-hmm. Whereas uh, at least Pacino is like a. Built himself up, kind of thing. He was, he, he, this was his, this was his world. Where mm-hmm. he was kind of like a yeah. This is this is this is owed to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pacino sounded like he actually built himself into this world, and he runs it the way he wants yeah, it. Now. He's a self-made man. Yeah. yeah, he's still a giant dick, but at least yeah, he, he came by it in a good way. No, he just did it by he became a self-made dick by his own hands. <laughs> I, I I don't want to turn this into the Ocean Twelve podcast. Okay, I just. <laughs> But I just thought of something about Ocean's 12. All right. So you know how Ocean's 12, the beginning of the movie is Andy Garcia just goes and tells all of them, meet me in two weeks. Yeah. So he, so um, so what I'm getting at is Ocean's 11, these guys, they're in the criminal world, right? Yeah. Don't yes. they know like a badass assassin who, who could just take out Andy Garcia? We'll pull all our money. Yeah, but they don't take kill. this guy out. That's, I, the gentleman, that's the gentleman's rule back when like. They, they, they shook uh, Frank Sinatra's hand. <laughs> That's that's there's the reason why they're doing those way yeah. they do yeah they don't kill, which is actually an interesting reference since Sinatra was in the original Oceans mm-hmm. yeah they did kill or they tried to or they pretended to they had guns yeah well anyway I don't know I'm just saying yeah in that world you must know some you must know like a John Wick you can hire oh yeah to take out Garcia if he's hunting you down that's explained at the end I don't remember what twelve at the end of twelve uh, thirteen. What? What are you talking about? 
and then the thirteen. This explained what you're trying to say about how you can find people that like are John Wick type of people. Oh, oh yeah. what he says, I yeah. know those people that you know. I also know, and they like me. They better. like me better. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hmm. Okay. The gentleman thief. That's all you're talking about. Anyway, so thirteen starts off. Uh, Ruben. Uh, Elliot Gould is talking to Pacino. He's helping him make his casino. Like, hey, all the things you wanted, I pulled all the strings. And then some. I got it all done, everything you need. This is great. It's going to be great. So where's my desk? So the way they introduce <laughs> Pacino, partner. Yeah. Like, very Pacino-esque. Yep. Who are my partner? Did he say partner or did he say, uh, what did he call them Ruben, though? He didn't say, he said Ruben, not partner. That's possible. Right? So he never, remember. so he never even suggested that he was a partner at all. <gasps> yeah. So anyway, Elliot Gould pulls all the stops, or Ruben pulls all the stops to make the casino uh, work, the new mm-hmm. casino they're opening. And uh, Banks is just like, oh, great. Fantastic. Thanks for all that. By the way, uh, you're fired. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wait, what? what, what? <laughs> Not only that, you're going to sign everything over to me and give you, I won't give you 10 grand. Right. So, so he, you put all this work he, in, and I'm, I'm going to muscle you out of your, your own casino. It's a 50 50 partnership. Pacino says, no, 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 no. I'm buying you out. And I'm giving you a small percentage of cash. What do you do? Throw me off this casino? Pacino's like, eh, if I have to. Yeah. I don't want to. Do you think that, do you think this is like, do, could you picture like Donald Trump up in, <laughs> in a building that's still being built doing a deal like this? I don't think he would do that until the elevators were done. No, I can't, I can't imagine him. You can't imagine him like strong arming somebody? No, I can't. <laughs> really? I can. I can, but no, I, w- I would consider it a lazy strong arm. He'd have to wait for the elevators to shoot work first. Now, interestingly enough, I can't, I can't see him trying to like, <laughs> if you don't do this, you know the consequences. It, it would be like, I will ruin you. You will never work a day in your life again, but it's not, I'm going to throw you off this building. It's a, di- it's a different kind of threat. Uh-huh. I can see him making the other threats. But as far as the, I, I will end your life, uh-huh. I can't, I cannot uh, see him, so I, can, I, I see, see what you him mean. going that way. Okay. I, I don't know. I can. Interesting. I, I, I could just picture Trump just pulling a deal like that off. But, but then, even if he did, would you, would you believe it? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, like he's bragging at a party? Yeah. Yeah. So I screwed him out of a deal and I threatened him. They're like, oh, sure, Donald. Okay. Mm hmm. No, no, really. I threatened him. Yeah. I told him. Me. Believe me. I told him. Check the footage. I throw him off the building if he didn't sign over ownership. This is like, could you repeat that beginning <laughs> in the recorder, please? <laughs> yeah, I can't. All right. Anyway, so he so he gets screwed out of the deal, and he has a not a heart attack. Myocardial infarction. He goes into like a not a coma. It's like a stress-induced coma. Yeah, yeah. Into like a daze. It's like um. I, I'm guessing what it is is like you're there's such a shock to the system that he just can't recuperate. It's the same thing that Herschel's daughter went through in the second season of Walking Dead. Uh, once they killed the little girl in the barn, she she, she basically became catatonic and yeah. just was like laying there. Yeah. And like, what's wrong? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> she seems fine. She's got a pulse. Everything's good. Well, that's. <laughs> that sounds like Seinfeld <laughs> diagnosing. <laughs> that's Dr. Seinfeld? Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with the patient, doctor? I don't know. She came in, just walked in, sat on the bed, checked the pulse. Everything's fine. There's no hole. There's no was no it the hole. I see. Yes. <laughs> How does the commercial go? Yeah. The circle leading the tube to the mouth. Circle to the Seems tube. fine. <laughs> All right. So uh, the whole crew has to get back together. 
Brad Pitt's in the middle of a of a safe. Heist himself. Uh, yeah, he's robbing a bank or he's break, cracking a safe or something. A whole crew gets back together. They meet up at Ruben's place. They're told he's in a he's in a coma. Right. Every, everybody wants to kill Banks. He shook Sinatra's hand. Yeah, we have to offer him a Billy Martin. Now, now do you understand what this reference is? No. So I was going to say this for trivia. So okay. the the terms they came up with a Billy Martin. I'll just read it to you now. The phrase Billy Martin that Danny calls for to Willie during the Rubens hospitalization scene is a gambling slang for a second chance. The phrase refers to famed Major League Baseball manager Billy Martin. Despite his talents as a manager, he led the New York Yankees to two World Series titles. Martin's fiery temper fueled by his alcoholism often got him into trouble and and as a result was fired multiple times. Despite his character flaws, Ah. Billy Martin was always rehired, given a second chance. Okay. So when they say we have to give him a Billy Martin, we have to give him a second chance. Okay. I do enjoy their little phrasings for things. I have them for an Irwin Allen and the Susan B. Anthony. Okay. So I have those. All right. Very cool. They, they went through a whole slew of them in, uh, in 12. Yeah. Which was, which was fun. They were trying to create the mythology of heisting. Yeah. I actually thought that was what they would, they would say back then too. Yeah. So some of those, like, you can just kind of like see like, okay, I see, uh-huh. I see what, what it could be. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, yeah, these, I don't know. These are just names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. So Danny Ocean goes to me with uh, Banks and he says, all right, you shook Sinatra's hand. We're, you know, we won't do anything to you. And then Pacino knows the score. He's like, let me guess, uh, Billy Martin. Right. Nope, not taking it. And he goes, well, you shook Sinatra's hand. And he goes, he pretty much says, fuck Sinatra. Yeah. Like, Ooh-wee. All right. Which pretty much Sinatra? gets the audience mm-hmm. on board like, all right, let's get him. Mm-hmm. Let's take him for all he's got. And then it jumps forward six months down the road. And yeah. that's, that's we call, who they call in? What's his name again? George? No, the guy from Britain, England. Oh, yeah, the, uh, Eddie Izzard. Yeah. Oh. With a beard. You know, I don't like, like exposition. Yeah. Like unnecessary exposition. Yeah. My, my bet, the example I always give for like exposition I hate is in The Dark Knight Rises. Okay. Where Catwoman breaks into the one guy, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Director Krennic. Yeah. It breaks into his place and she goes, where's the slate? Oh, you mean the thing that when you enter a name, it erases everything? Like yeah. that, I hate that kind of exposition. Right, right. That, that's pretty much this whole scene. Sorry. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's okay. just it's just like he goes, that where are you stuck? Uh, well, we could do this. Why don't you just tell them we don't, ha- we don't have a way out? I get why they do it. Yeah. It's to catch the audience up as oh, to what's happening. Okay. I just don't like exposition delivered like See, this. I, I didn't catch it as exposition. I, I caught it as we need, we need to get this information out. Mm-hmm. And it seems like a clever enough way to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, so uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna rob this casino, uh, you need this. So that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Now we got it covered because we're doing this, 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 and this. Yeah. All right. Okay. So then this is your problem. Now we're doing this, 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 and this. It's just a way to, for them to tell us. Otherwise, how are they gonna tell us? How, I know. I know. You're just gonna have uh, fucking Danny Ocean look at the camera like, so here's what the plan is. Vice, <laughs> uh, we got covered this way because we got a guy on the inside, a white guy in a Mexican place. Totally fine. Uh, I don't know how he got promoted so far, uh, so far up, but he, he is now. Uh, we got other things. People were working in places. We got a, the other white guy is now in the mm-hmm. sushi chef, uh, in, in the restaurant. Cool. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I understand. There's so much infiltration that had to take place in this movie that could not be possible given their level. I, I was about to ask you the suspension of disbelief. So, you always get on us about horror movies. Yeah. Like, uh, I can't suspend my disbelief. Yeah. Were you able to suspend it for this movie? No. 
there's too there's too many variables. This is my thing about movies like this. Yeah. Everything has to be perfectly executed. But not only that, the the inside men that they need to do this <laughs> robbed the casino twice in the past five years. How are there not pictures everywhere? How do they get jobs? All right, fuck it. I'm jumping into my my problem. Oh, you're, okay. you're doing problem? Okay. Down the road. Okay. When uh, Livingston, when they catch him at the at the um, blackjack yeah. uh, deck machine, right? They run his prints. Yes, and they're like fight all known associates. Right, and then your boy Don Cheeto is distracting Pacino while yeah. Casey Affleck is altering their faces. Yeah, yeah. as he's playing the uh, black uh, daredevil face that pops up. Yeah, is Rubens right? A respected businessman and casino owner. Wait a minute. So you're telling me? Well, yeah. How do you tie in? You're telling me? Well, he bankrolled the first job. Yeah, but do they know that? The FBI knows that this guy's a fucking associate to Danny Ocean. So this guy's still allowed to have a gaming license to own a casino. And Willie oh. Bank, Mr. No one fucks with me in my town. He should know yeah. that Ruben was involved with Danny Ocean. Right. And he still went into business with him. Maybe That's a good one. I did not catch that. Now, I understand businessmen do shady shit all the time. But once your fucking face appears... On with the FBI, yeah. Come on now. How is this guy? How is Ruben still allowed to own a casino? Yeah. After that, well, maybe that that was the whole thing. Maybe that's how why he got in with Banks in the first place. Banks <sighs> only wanted to give him a chance. No, oh. he, he couldn't do it about yeah. anybody else, and that's why it was so easy to fuck him over. That's true. That makes Ooh. sense. But but hey, but look he, at that, Mason. Not bad, buddy. But you see where I'm coming from? <laughs> this guy's still allowed that's, to have a license. Absolutely. Yes. So the same problem you're having is the same one I was having, but yours is on a much more uh, larger, <laughs> legitimate scale. Yeah. Whereas I'm just upset that he's a sushi chef in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Although the guy's making dice in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Which is funny. I like those dice. They're really cool. <laughs> and they're – and I get the, I get it. They're master criminals. But like look up his name if you want to build something above wh- – wh- where are you <laughs> – yeah. What are you going to do? It's too far. Yeah. How, how are you going to do that? You want to build anything over like well, how many stories are in Tanjian province? Mm-hmm. Right. Who has the air rights in uh, in, in in? He owns all it? the air in the Tanjian province. Right. Uh-huh. Too much. Yeah. Too many. Info, too many big coincidences have to happen. Yeah. For this plan to go off, and it, I get it. There was, there was, they got inside way too too easily. Mm-hmm. For these people that have done this twice in the same town <laughs> in the past five years. <laughs> Not only that, the – oh, so, you know, my – like I said earlier, I don't want to sound like a broken record. My whole thing is I hate how everything goes perfectly. There's no variables. In the first Ocean's Eleven movie, there's a big variable. Which is that? The – he – Danny Damn. Ocean presses the thing and he didn't, didn't bring the batteries. Oh. And Matt Damon was like, oh, you got to check. Check your gear and then – Yeah, yeah. I'm glad they included that scene. At least they're not fucking perfect. Right. <laughs> God damn it. So so basically the plan here is uh, Banks is having a soft opening, which is a lot of confusion about. Uh, <laughs> One day the Flamingo was closed and the next day it was open. Yeah. So when is it opened? Yeah. <laughs> July 4th. Wait. November 8th? People so, are there right now. Yeah, this is a soft opening. I don't get it. So the the idea is this is going to be the casino for the for the whales. This for is the a, whales. This is a whale casino. Mm-hmm. So all the big players are going to come here to spend all their money. So the idea is we're not only going to take the whales away, we're going to take all his money away and take away his diamond award. 
mm-hmm. which he's very proud of. He's got he's, it's a five diamond system. It's like a Michelin star right. for a chef, exactly. For for uh, hotels, mm-hmm. I guess is what this is for. Mm-hmm. So uh, first thing you need to do is find a way to rig all the games so that all the whales win. Uh, we also need to find a way to get the whales in and out uh, and at our command, which I guess. One guy opened his mouth one time about a heist. Okay, so I looked into this. Okay. So that guy who's telling him the story, yeah. his real name is Jerry Weintraub. He produced this movie. Oh. He was – in Ocean's 12, there's a throwaway scene where it's that same guy talking to Albert Finney on a boat about who's the better thief, though, Silver Fox oh, or Danny Ocean. Right. So – well, that, that's what made Tallulah want to try to stick exactly. Yeah. So when he's apologizing to Danny, he's like, "Oh, I didn't know who I was talking to." It fucking goes back to part two in this throwaway scene that nobody oh, remembers. So he's the reason when Tallulah went after him. And okay, mm-hmm. got it. I looked into it because I'm like, "What the fuck is he talking about?" I assumed it was a throwaway uh, comment. I didn't know it was connected to anything. Yeah, it was okay. connected to twelve. So now they're rigging the dice. They're rigging the blackjack. They're rigging the roulettes. They're uh, but they also have this problem because there's this supercomputer, uh, Eagle Eye. The Greco. Yeah, <laughs> the, the Greco, which basically it monitors your heart rate somehow. Uh-huh. Uh, your eye pupils. dilation. Yeah. Everything to find out what if, – if you won, did you win legitimately? Mm-hmm. Are you surprised that you won? Or are you Did you see it coming? Because it's constantly running the odds in an algorithm. And if that algorithm is off for any reason, it detects that you're cheating. Right. Computer magic. I don't know. How. Yeah, this is voodoo. Yeah, I'm pretty sure <laughs> it's supposed to have to be able to detect pupil dilation yeah, yeah, yeah. and heat. But but heart rate. I'm pretty sure they said heart rate at one point. Like, yeah. How? Yeah. How? Elevated heart rate. Don't you be hooked up to something? Yeah. Right. That's got sort of infrared scanners. In they which do. case, that's got to be damaging. No, but, but at at the level in which they're doing it to everybody walking through the damn hotel, uh-huh. everybody's got radiation poisoning or something. <laughs> Everyone walks out as, as the Hulk. Mm-hmm. That's basically what happens. <laughs> Go on. Tell me more. Where does this place exist? Yeah. And then they want it. And then the second part of the plan, like you said, is for him to not get the uh, diamond award. Right. So they figure out who is going to be reviewing the hotel. And this guy's great. They just, fu- yeah, I love him. You, do you know what he's credited as? What is he? He's credited as the VUP, very unimportant person. Ah, that right? nice. That's his actual credit, VUP. <laughs> nice. This guy's great. He's, he's a great character actor right for for, the, for this role perfect nails it out of the park absolutely he like giamatti you can't take this guy out dude yeah for the giamatti part yeah, right you cannot oh, take you this guy there you go uh, he's got david pamer oops yep. there's the, there's the button yep dude he's been in everything uh, what okay give me a guess what his filmography number is it's like it's credits oh, as, as a as an actor as an actor they're in the hundreds probably 187 right? all right uh, I'm gonna go 231. Okay. I'm gonna go an even 300. Oh, I was the closest. Uh. All right. What's he most known for? The the. No. I don't okay. remember him in Get Shorty. What was he in Get Shorty? I don't remember him in Get Shorty. He doesn't have any memorable roles. Like, he, but you know who he is. Yes. Yes. You see, you've seen him everywhere. That's oh. why you know him. Oh, he was the guy that, that got killed at the very beginning of Get Shorty. Oh, yeah, Marty Marty Rosen. Yeah. <laughs> I just read that. His name was Leo. <laughs> <laughs> Marty Ross. Wrong movie. From State and Maine. Yeah. I'm oh, talking okay. about Get Shorty. All right. <laughs> he was Leo, the guy that died. Or not died. He's the guy that took all the money. That's right. what I... Yeah, it was him. Right. Yeah. Very good. So they figured out who he is, 
and through the whole movie he just gets fucked with yes right they 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 they, they pay they go too far they like pay off the fucking like the concierge manager yeah. they pay off the restaurant manager mm-hmm. yep they pay off security guards they, they basically they they fill his it fills bed with uh Bed bugs. Bed lice, uh, whatever. Uh, they put shit on his towels. So if he touches so he his skin face. rash. Yeah. They, they pump in a, a smell. smell. He has yeah. like dead fish of some kind. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They poison his food. <laughs> Every, <laughs> with that little, uh, the one wonton. Wonton. <laughs> but he's, they're give, he's going to be given the Susan B. Anthony at which, the end. Yeah. Which is 11 mil at the end. Well, they, they said they're going to give him 10 million and they go, I wouldn't do it. Maybe eleven, and then at the end he wins eleven million dollars. Okay. <laughs> so, do you, really quick, do you want to know what the Susan B. Anthony refers Please. to? Sure. Uh, the characters make several references to a Susan B. Anthony in their heist. This is a reference to the Susan B. Anthony dollar manufactured by the U.S. Mint in 1979. It was similar in appearance and size to a regular quarter, and many people dropped it into a slot machine without realizing what its true value was. Oh, no. This method was used twice in the film. Though the people are using an ordinary coin, they don't realize that it will be worth millions in the slot. First by the woman in the casino who wins the jackpot, and later by the VUP at the slot machine in the airport. Wow. So people I'm were putting about, yeah. Susan B. Anthony coins into quarter machines, not realizing what they were yeah. That's amazing. getting. I had a couple of Susan B. Anthony quarters, uh, do- dollars. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I for I was holding on to one like all through junior high. Wow. Yeah, it's just worth a dollar though. But well, now, well, maybe, maybe not now. Then too. Now it's worth like at least two fifty. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Give it some time. Well, just like those, you know, those like pennies that were like uh, only printed with the one cent on the one side, and then the and right Abraham Lincoln. On the I remember other. the Sacagawea dollars. Mm-hmm. 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 Those are new. No. Those are old when I was growing up. Second Jewia dollars? Are we are we sure we're talking about the same one? I don't know anymore. Hmm. It's fine. Who cares? They they also explain um, he has to pull what was it twenty five million a day no. on the casino floor. No, it's, 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 I think it's yeah. in the first some in the first term, the first quarter. He has to pull twenty five million a day, but because his casino is designed for whales, he has to pull fifty million a day. Right. So in order, f- so he gave up like seats on his board of directors, so he doesn't even control his own company. That's that's what they said. Right. So not only by them screwing him, he loses his money. He loses his casino. He loses his diamond award, and then he loses control of his company. Yeah. Right. Everything. He yeah. loses everything. So it's a, so it's a big it's a big uh, it's a big fu mm-hmm. for uh, screwing a Ruben over. Mm-hmm. It means a lot, man. I mean, because the guy almost died. Yeah, but what do they stand to gain out of this? Nothing. They don't, they said we don't we don't we don't care if we get money as long as the casino doesn't get any money. Okay, but they all get money. But they they all basically bankrupt themselves to pull this high stuff for revenge. Yes, for revenge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They bankrupt themselves, but they make a lot of it money back. Plus, they get the diamonds back too. Yeah. They get the diamonds. That's like what's worth. No, 20. they cash the diamonds. They cash the diamonds. Yeah, so they get the diamonds and they and they, and they uh, no, sell but it. then they the the money was supposed to go to Andy Garcia, but then they sent it to Oprah or to that camp. Right, that's what they say at the <laughs> yes. end. No, they were supposed to. They were they, they were supposed to triple or double. No, no, that was that was his investment. That wasn't the diamonds. Yeah, that was just oh, investment. Really? Yeah, that was Andy Garcia's investment. He wanted what uh, double, 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 triple, double, double, because they needed to borrow money from Andy Garcia to, to build the the tunnel. Uh-huh. Uh The tunnel? The tunnel drill. Basically. You mean the one that went to China? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can't hear Tunnel without thinking of Seinfeld. That was a whole thing. That was, uh-huh. that was one of the movies. In the, you haven't seen Tunnel? <laughs> All right. Anyway. Uh, 
Yeah, Andy Garcia, they got him to point at the money because mm-hmm. they, they fell short uh, because the drill broke. The first drill broke. So they, they got a second drill, flew it, it in. Was- Fantastic. Under the radar somehow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and under Vegas somehow. Oh, wow. You guys are drilling something else. Hmm, interesting. Interesting. Huh. Hey, don't you look a lot like yeah. that guy? You know, that's the second giant <laughs> drill I've seen come through here the past couple of weeks. Weird. What are the odds? <laughs> what a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> what are they building a tunnel yeah <laughs> uh so we're jumping all over the place but yeah. that's fine there's so many gears in this plot nothing mm-hmm. connects really until the very end <laughs> yeah i mean majority of this stuff can go in and out all through what they were doing it's just uh at the very beginning when they did the whole layout they explained everything that was going on what they were doing yeah so so hold, hold on let's um Let's go back to this picture here. Mm-hmm. Of who? Oh, okay. All right. So we have Saul on the left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is playing the guy that is the five diamond reviewer. Reviewer. Yeah. Kensington Chubb. Yes. Andy Garcia is the money. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's the other guy? Uh, Fine, that's the computer a, guy. Yeah. Oh, Winston. Yes. Winston. Right. Yeah. So he's he's trying to pro- program the blackjack uh, in order to make that give the cards blackjacks to all the all the whales. Yes. All right, Don, Ch- Don uh, Chino's running the drill. Like they just stuck him in a hole, and they said, "All right, see you for fine." Th- let's- <laughs> but he's also the one. He'll teach you for uh, not going to better accent schools. <laughs> well, he's- stay down in that hole. I because you remember how you were talking about this last time when we were talking about Ocean's Eleven, yep. and how much you hated Don Cheadle's accent. Right. I actually did some research on it, and the reason why is he actually said to himself it was a bad accent, and that they said that was probably like a play on it because I think it was a Cockney accent, right? Yeah, and they were, and, it, and it's supposed to be so, gr- uh, I guess, rough or something. Yeah, Cockney know. rhyming. <laughs> Do you, are you familiar with Cockney rhyming schemes? Uh, no. Be careful. I've heard, I've heard of what Cockney is. Be careful running down the 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 pears, a- uh, apples and pears stairs. Okay. The fr- so what? Uh, I got a call from from me bone. Okay. No, I got a call on the bone from my strife. I got a call on the phone from my wife. Oh. Wife and strife, phone and bone. Oh, it's it's like a, a weird fucking it's like language. A pig Latin type of thing? It's a weird language that was created by Cockneys to disguise what they're saying from cops. Oh, and then okay. it just evolved into Cockney rhyming schemes. Uh, isn't my, is, there's this thing on YouTube about Cockney accent with Jason Statham? Yeah, they'll teach you how to speak Cockney. There, there was a thing uh, that my my mom used to try to speak in code when I was growing up. That it was I don't know what she called it, but she would just like throw a bunch of R's and G's to the beginning of words. Like, I don't go to the federal store. Like, <laughs> what? I'm going to the store. That's what she said. Mm. Uh, but I somehow some filtered it right away. Did you hear what I, did you get what I was saying? No, you had no idea what I was saying? I, mm. I heard federal gorgor store. I think it's store. I, okay. I picked up store. Okay. Wow. Interesting. Uh, yeah, it's one of those times. It's like the pig line where you switch the things mm-hmm. back and forth and weird, weird nonsense. Why? So the kids don't know what you're saying. Oh. Yes, this is my mom trying to speak to other people in the family without me and my sister knowing what she was, mm. they were talking about. Not, now I can just do that in Spanish. For uh, my daughter refuses to learn Spanish, so it works out. Oh, lovely! <laughs> in the first Ocean's movie, he does use a Cockney phrase um, when the member they have to go get the pinch. Yeah, remember yeah. he's in the sewers and he sees that they're right that they're they're fucking with the electrical circuits. Barney, yeah, Barney. Ro- uh, otherwise, going to be in Bonnie. Yeah. Rubble. Trouble. That's what Cockney rhyming is. Okay. 
Yowza. Yeah, I know. It's weird. Kind of cool, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so go back to the picture. Okay. So yeah. he's in a hole for the most of the movie. Right. Uh, Scott Kahn and Casey Affleck are just the... Twin. Well, Casey Affleck is in Mexico making the dice. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, his, his brother... Scott Kahn. Uh, Scott Kahn is... Uh, a a sushi. waiter. Yeah, sushi he's, waiter. he's a sushi chef, basically, or whatever. And then he becomes... Then he goes to Mexico uh-huh. because... Casey Affleck started started like a revolution of the, of the workers for, because of a minimum wage for next year, what, like 35 cents an hour or uh-huh. something crazy? Yeah. And oh, well, uh, shuts the entire factory down. Plus uh-huh. AC. Yeah, and, and AC. They would have also liked to have AC. So he did that because he felt uncomfortable while he was working there. I think that's what the reason why, right? Yeah. Yeah. But then it became a, an actual revolution. Which this, is really epic. Again, the ridiculousness of we could just plant anyone anywhere. At any time. Yeah. Doesn't matter. It's because he spoke Spanish? I don't think he started speaking Spanish. I think he learned it while he was there. That's, that's the impression I got. Oh. But how did he get, go, yeah, get he has, hired? Yeah, he has to get hired somehow. Well, I don't know. Back to the picture, Adam. Yeah. Uh, well, during the heist, they become like just like the the gophers. Go do this. Go do that. Right. Uh, George Clooney is the brains of the operation. He's he's also the guy sticking at two banks for the most part. Uh-huh. So he's he's pretty much, he's the face of the operation. Yes. To in in banks' face, Pacino to tell him like, "Hey, I'm screwing you, buddy." <laughs> he's, Look at his face. Mm-hmm. So he's the face man. Yeah. Yeah. Brad Pitt is his George Clooney's second second in command. Also an archaeological archaeological. Oh, <laughs> Do you remember I had a big complaint about this? Yes. Yes. So. Part part of selling the exit plan is they send in Brad Pitt to meet Willie Bank yeah. okay. to tell him, hey, you might have an earthquake. You might want to set up an, uh, an evacuation plan or whatever. Let me tell you something. As powerful as Bank is, he would not be meeting with this guy. Right. But there's seven underlings who would be underneath him who would be dealing with this guy. This is Yeah, but in, in this movie, all they show is Sponder and him. Yes, but there's got to be management somewhere else. There's no way he's building this casino with just yeah. them two in charge. Yeah, they do mention that he's like micromanaging a lot. That he's overseeing every aspect of yeah. everything. He's walking through everything constantly. Yeah, and yeah. the person that's not that he's not anything he's not doing, she is. It still it seems weird. Uh, we got a guy complaining about earthquakes. All right. <laughs> Another thing is, what if what if they just put him in? What if he just like uh, hacked in and put himself in on the system to be allowed to go in? I mean, they were able to do that before. Do you think Bill Gates speaks to some <laughs> vendor who's like, "Oh, I want to sell you guys some uh, some new um, some new fans"? Do you right. think Bill Gates is like actually sitting with this guy? Like, yeah. oh, tell me so more. So tell me about your fans. What, uh, what, what are we looking? What four blades? We got five blades. What do we got? Trump's not meeting <laughs> with the fan guy. <laughs> so He's got four out. guys under him. So right. check this out. No blades. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bladeless fan. So you never have to worry about jumping in the midair and hurting your head. Yeah, I thought about that too. <laughs> uh, so Willie Bank <laughs> knows George Clooney robbed Andy Garcia, right? He must know that, right? I feel like everyone must know who these guys are, right? I don't know how much of that was published. They never got caught. Well, remember in part two in Ocean's 12, Catherine Zeta Jones goes, oh, they pulled off the Bellagio job. So it must be well Theoretically, known. at least within the field. Yeah, that makes sense. But well, isn't she dating him though? She does yeah, but, at the end. Yeah, but the, that, besides the point, that she, if she knows and she's a clear across the world, then there's a good chance that other people know too. If you're Willie Bank, you have to know these guys robbed your casino. So, yeah. so if George Clooney comes at you and says, hey, we want to do a Billy Martin and you go, no, fuck you. 
wouldn't you know like wouldn't you be scouting like who's Danny Ocean's crew from the get go? But yeah. then look for these guys. That, that is the biggest problem I had with the entire movie. Yeah. But that's the thing about it, though. He didn't he didn't care about who Danny Ocean was. At the beginning was like some some of my friends tell me that you're an important guy and I should listen to you. That's what he says at the very beginning. See, but that's uh, to Hollywood's point. That's, that's BS. If this guy's in the casino world, you think he would know about another casino guy on the same strip that he's building his <laughs> casino? Was robbed like five years ago. Yeah, yeah. I asked about you. They said you robbed the Bellagio. I've heard of it. <laughs> yeah, but he never said that. He never said that. It, I know. That's the point. I think. What if he just didn't care? He didn't think he, he thought he was untouchable. Maybe that's why. That's possible. He's got quite an ego about him. Mm-hmm. Hoo-ah. All right. So Back to the, we're almost over the picture. Yeah, we got. Uh, so we got Brad Pitt uh, as the archaeological guy installing the camera, basically. Is that all he does this entire movie? Besides from drop the coins in for the slot? Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, Ruben. He all, does he also pick up and he picks up Ruben too? Yeah, he brings him to the yeah. casino. Ruben right. is MIA. Oh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. He, uh, so him, him and, um, the acrobat guy, they're, pull, yeah. they're pulling off a, a story. Uh, he's, he owns all the air above. The right. Tanchin province. province. He, they're basically both moles in the casino as whales. Uh-huh. Uh Where the uh, the Asian guy is a whale because he he owns the uh, the air there, and Matt Damon is, is basically his, his, his handler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, translator. Kind of cool. Uh, I like the nose. He's he's got the nose works. Nose. He's got a giant nose for some reason. Mm-hmm. The nose works. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's that's basically he is now hired to seduce the girl. Sponder. Ellen Barkin. Right. Uh, to get to the diamond room where he can then place charges. And uh, lift the, well, and why do they, well, why do they need to get the diamonds? In oh, that's right. That's because, right. Yeah. Andy Garcia. Yeah. So because they run out of money because of all the things, they have to pay off the labor camps. Uh, they have to pay <laughs> the, for the drill. Uh, they need to get Andy Garcia. Andy Garcia is like, all right, I'll give you the money. I don't like that guy. That's fine. Uh, however, that monstrosity is casting a shadow over my pool. Right. Which is perfect, perfectly for the character that he has. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but I need you to steal the diamonds. Like, but they're in an in, they're untouchable. Yeah. They're, they're in a room that can't be broken into. It can't be done. Well, I hope you have somebody else who's going to buy you a drill. <laughs> it's basically. So you're hard. So you're hard. You're hard. With it. Strong arms him. Right. Yeah, that's weird. Dude, that'd be Trump. Right. Yes. Oh, I've got, I've, yeah. I've, find someone else to buy you a yeah. drill. Hey, it's fine. So they Andy Garcia is Trump. Yeah, he's, he's more Trumpy than Banks, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like how everyone started calling it Trumpy now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they need to get the diamonds. So they they need to get Linus. and he does. And what are you gonna do with the diamonds? You can have them. He tells Danny Ocean, "You can have them. I just want him to know the satisfaction that he doesn't right. have the thing he loves the most." Right. Oh, by the way, his diamond award is just like a plaque. Pacino gets diamonds custom built every time. Yeah. Oh, let me. So. <laughs> so when he's given the diamond award he's not actually given diamonds he's right. given like a little plaque Pacino is such a fucking arrogant prick to celebrate when he gets a diamond award he gets diamond necklaces made for himself that he gives to his wife but the but he keeps them in a vault right so the wife can't have them no, no that's the same one you know there's a different one he's given to her oh like, yeah. so he makes two sets of diamonds I think he is given a set of diamonds from I think really and then no, he, not he, for that kind of price. I, I he thought makes they a, sep- a separate copy 
Oh. That's for vanity purposes. Okay. You sure? Because it's like $25 million. Yeah, because one set goes to his wife, and one set goes... I think the set that he makes goes to the wife. The set he gets... Oh, so he booth. actually gets diamonds. Yeah. Cinco diamantes. Do you think Trump has a, this is a, re, that's like a real award. Is it really? Yeah. Do you think Trump has not with diamonds? N- no way. Not with no. his, not the way his hotels are. If it's running. not gold, he doesn't want anything to do with it. It's gotta be, they gotta be gold diamonds. Yeah, either an orange tan, one <laughs> of the two. Orange. Holy shit. It's a real thing yeah. by AAA. What? Yeah. The five diamonds? Yeah, the five diamond award. It's a real wow. thing. I looked it up. I'm going to check what if Trump's ever gotten in one. <laughs> Keep yeah, on going. So, so Linus is basically tasked with getting the diamonds out. Uh, they can't get in from the bottom because it's too thick. The top is too thick. Everything's too thick. How are we going to do it? We'll find a way to blow it up. Fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's some explosives. Uh, but we need you in there. You got to seduce this girl. She's a cougar. We're gonna right? we're gonna switch we're gonna switch quote unquote the diamonds out. Right. They're because you're gonna seduce her with this like pheromone. It's a pheromone. Mm-hmm. Uh, cologne of some kind. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he gets in and uh, he starts seducing her. She's going way too overboard with mm-hmm. being seduced. Uh, they did they say they was supposed to make it like extra strong just for it? Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, "I got it, guys. I got it." Like, no, no, no. Let's double up the strength. Let's just double back this one. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, and for the Greco, we got to add this one thing. Okay. So Pacino wants a a gold phone from Samsung. Right. And then the acrobat says, oh, he's played bowling with the guy who owns Samsung. Right. Oh, what what a coincidence. Perfect. Perfect coincidence. Great. This is going to well, work out great for the plot. <laughs> well, remember all... For the uh, plan. Well, yeah. Remember <laughs> that... Um, okay. Like, Samsung, what they do is they build stuff that, uh, that I guess, parts from... In China, they make it in China, right? I don't, I don't know. I know they're a Korean company. Yeah, That's but... That's all they, I know. But, the, but this is five years in going between when uh, the, the acrobat guy... Happens to be also a multimillionaire. He could have done. Yeah, he did some stunt with trains. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the elevators can't be faster than the train. The train jump you did. Those were your legs. (laughs) Yeah, that was CGI apparently. So he's a well-known thief who's on TV doing David Blaine shit. He's not a well-known. He's an an acrobatic that happens to be a thief (laughs) that hasn't been proven guilty. Right. So, uh, in order for the Greco machine to be shut down, you need a magnetron. Right. So they build a magnetron into the gold phone that gets delivered to banks. And that shuts down the Greco. All right. Uh, let's wrap this up. Uh, Bernie Mac, he, he, he has dominoes or what oh, does he have? Yeah. So, uh, in order for him, so they need an inside man on the floor who works at a at a table. Right. So he's he created a domino game and there's some expo where people can like, hey, buy my game. Right. And they use Garcia now that he's part of the crew. We want you and Banks to go head to head for that game and uh, make him an offer he can't refuse and then Bank will shut you down. Wasn't Bernie Mac arrested in the last movie as well? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like the first one arrested yes. for for gambling charges. Y- yes. Okay. So that means they should have a, f- <laughs> a file on him, right? Yes. <laughs> Unless he missed with his uh, fingerprints. The, everybody in this crew has gotten pinched. In the last movie, especially. <laughs> especially yes. in the last movie. They, yes. they, they, they were all in jail except for Linus. In Europe. That means they're Not in the even system. Linus. Yeah. Ah. In, in 12, they all get arrested. That means they're all in the system. They're all in the grid. Uh, that would explain why Ruben's picture is part of it, though. Mm. Was Ruben also arrested? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. 
But then how could they have jobs of any kind in this world? Uh huh. God damn. So when Livingston's applying for the for the blackjack yes. machine, no. don't they have pictures? Of them? No. He, uh, none of this. All of these. Everybody. <laughs> oh no, Adam. Everybody. Everybody should have been out. This, this, they should have been caught. This, this movie is not allowed to happen now because of the records that they all have. You but okay? he, but even before the heist, Danny Ocean think- has a record. The opening scene of Ocean's Eleven is he's leaving jail and on parole. Right. But that still makes it work somehow because we don't know how bad it's gotten. We now at thirteen, we we've seen eleven, we've seen twelve. We know how bad it's gotten for everybody, and everybody has a record. Everybody, their faces. It's not like they disguise themselves at all. Yes, the only person that disguised himself was was Brad Pitt with uh-huh. his, with his crazy <laughs> with the long hair, weird beard, and mustache nonsense, and <laughs> Matt Damon with the nose. That's it. That's it. Everyone yep. else just looks the exact same. I mean, Cheetle put on a a. <laughs> Who's the evil Knievel suit? Yeah. I guess. With that wig? With the, yeah, fine. I like the manchas. Those were a really nice touch. What'd you think of that accent? Now listen here, partner. No, it wasn't any better. It was still Cheetle. <laughs> it was still Cheetle. This is a Fender Rhodes moment. Couldn't. I can't. Nothing he does. I can't. I, can uh, I take him yeah. seriously? Not a thing. So <laughs> let's just talk about the heist. So the heist happens. Yeah. The Magnetron is on bank. He's in the room. Because um, they plant the Susan B. Anthony on the woman. Right. She wins $30 million opening night. Better check her out. Eyes, eyes are fine. Heart rate's fine. It's a genuine win. So Pacino goes in there. He's like, what's going on? Magnetron activates. As soon as the computer senses it's under attack, shuts down automatically. Three right. minutes. So now they time? have a three-minute window for it to be rebooted. Mm-hmm. And now they're bringing out the lighters with the f- – <laughs> the way those dice flip – there's no fucking way. Uh, uh, shenanigans. The dice is on the side this far, and then it goes up. Unless that was a slow motion. I don't know, dude. As as a as a pit boss, <laughs> seeing how dice are supposed to roll every day for your entire life, seeing it react the way that it did, we were like, wait a second. Especially the guys leaning over with lighters going. Up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. And by, then, oh, by the way, Ruben's out of his coma now. Uh, because he's gotten letters of encouragement from, from Don Cheadle. From Don Cheadle. Well done. Mm-hmm. See, that's what Don Cheadle was really right. for you. And he shows up to the casino. And then in this, so, uh, the, the system's under attack. And I love, I love Pacino with this scene. Three minutes starting now. Yeah. This was actually kind of fun. Three minutes me. and counting. This, there we go. Three minutes and counting. This scene was fun. Uh, They're showing the amount that everyone's winning. Yes. It's like 450,000. It's like, like Sims style, uh-huh. like above their heads. Like, oh, everybody's winning. And like, ah. It's really cool. And then, uh, giant earthquake because of now we've, mm-hmm. we've gotten, uh, or these, these are the kids now, right? The, the brothers are, are yeah. downstairs now. Yeah. And, uh, earthquake happens. All right. Everything's fine. Cool. No problem. Hit him again. Bigger earthquake. All right. Very good. Pacino's out of the room. Everyone's leaving the casino and he goes, get him back at the casino. They go, sir, it's in the evacuation plan you, you ordered. Oh, I forgot to mention yeah. the silver fox. So he's been oh, tailing them. Yeah. And uh fucking super super Dave Osborne. That, that <laughs> I forgot about that part. From Curb, uh what's his name in Curb? Marty? Uh uh Marty Shop 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 Yeah, it's it's some <laughs> name like that. Uh so he shows up as an FBI agent and he arrests Matt Damon and he, cause he tells him uh 
you, uh, this guy, Marty Funkhauser, Marty Funkhauser shows block. up as an FBI agent. Yeah. And he goes, this man is a confidence man. As soon as I see him walk in, I'm like, he's not legitimate. Yep. Whatever he's doing is not legitimate. I know. It's super Dave. <laughs> so you find out that's Matt Damon's dad and they go to the roof and they put charges on the, on the, on the roof. A helicopter shows up with Don Cheadle's piloting so they can pull the safe out. But then the silver fox from part two shows up with a gun. Give me the diamonds. Because the whole story is he switched the diamonds out. Right. So, yeah. So, b- before the helicopter lands, the, so he comes out. The, uh-huh. uh, what's his name? I, look, look where, oh my God. I had his name earlier. Who? The Silver Fox. But he also goes by the Silver Fox. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's his other name. Oh, you're talking about Tallur? Tallur. 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 Yeah. Damn it. So, plane's coming down. Hey, we got the diamonds. We're everybody safe. Tallur comes out. Give me the diamonds. All right. He's, he base jumps off the top of the building. Uh-huh. They leave and like, all right, fine. Under orders by Andy Garcia. So Andy Garcia is trying to fuck them. Right. Oh, no, no, no. We knew you were going to fuck us. Right. So now we're fucking you. Yep. Those were we made of glass. We pre you refucking <laughs> yes. us uh, from the last fuck. So basically, Cooler's <laughs> been like double fucked twice? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that poor bastard. <laughs> He's really skilled at what he does, but he just keeps getting screwed over by these oceans. So, so those diamonds <laughs> are pretty much made of glass, I think. Yeah. And uh, type of they thing. knew he was going to be screwed. They knew they were going to be screwed. So the d- real diamonds are still in the vault. By the way, this was a flashback to Ocean's 12 as far as lack of creativity of plot. Yes. Like, uh, oh, Tulu was there? Well, we knew the entire time and we uh, were like, following him, following us. Uh-huh. So just so you know. Uh-huh. Like, great. Mm-hmm. So they blow out, the, they blow up the thing, and they pull out the the diamonds, and this is where Pacino meets o- Danny Ocean yeah. and goes, diamonds. "I'm coming after you!" <laughs> and that's when he says, "My diamonds." Yeah, oh, my diamonds. Because he has great vision, also. Mm-hmm. This guy, he can, yeah. see, he can see that helicopter's leaving my hotel. So I bet you it's got my diamonds. Like I, said, I feel like I see some shimmering. Uh-huh. Do you think maybe it's because it was on the we were watching under a small screen? Do you think it would be easier if we saw it under the big screen? No. No. So they go meet with Benedict, Andy Garcia, and they go, uh, we, uh, your, your take, we donated to a charity for these kids, these, uh, what are they, orphans? Yeah. They're going to go to camp so and so. Which, by the way, there was a funny scene earlier where. Oh, they're watching Oprah. Where, they, where Rusty comes into Danny's apartment or his, his hotel and is like, uh, what happened? Because Danny looks like he's been crying. Like, uh-huh. I just been to a chili pepper. And like, oh, all right. Walks in. Are you watching Oprah? With wine? Uh, it, was, it was background music. <laughs> it was background sound. Uh, while, I read, while I went through the plan. The volume's all the way up. What do you mean? <laughs> they both just stand there watching. And they start sniffling? Yeah. Are they really going to build all those houses for those kids? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. That was cute. So they donate his, mon- his take to the charity. And then that gets good press. So now Benedict is on Oprah. Right. He's like, I'm doing it for the kids. You know, yeah. believe me. You just I, the- dude, I can, can you picture Trump <laughs> right? on is? Oprah. Damn just, it. That is just, him. Eh, I did it for the kids. Look at those faces. I mean, look at the faces. You can see the faces there. <laughs> look at the face. Tell me you're going to say no to that face. I can't. I can't. Maybe you can. I can't. And he gets, I, I guarantee you, his profits went up so big. They did. Yeah. For him donating all that money to Oprah. Yeah. So if anything, Danny Ocean made him more money. Right. Did him a favor. So they, they're watching this segment at the airport and then Matt Damon leaves. Uh, George Clooney leaves. Brad Pitt, one lat, the Susan B. Anthony goes to the casino, um, slot machine Slot-machine. in the airport, does the sequence that he needs, and he tells the guy, uh, the, the, the VUP, hey, um, 
you drop he the VUP tells him, Hey, you dropped something. He goes, You're I right. gotta catch my flight. Why don't you use this machine? I think it's gonna pay out. Yeah. Puts it in. Oh my god, I won eleven million dollars. Right. The end. And that's it. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> that's all you gotta say. Just, like, yeah. <laughs> there's so many things that need to happen yeah. for this plot. It was work. more fun talking about it than it was watching it. <laughs> but uh, it was because of we we got to I, I got to vocalize your anger? All the things, yes, that, that were wrong with this That everyone was pinched. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. I understand. It, it, it's, it's better than two. As of right now, this is the worst Oceans movie. Well, oh, really? really? Yeah. I thought 12 was worst. No. Really? Because 12 at least was, it had a, a kind of a direction. This one, I feel like they were just like, fuck it. <laughs> nothing nothing matters nothing that 12 i mean they just they didn't have the element of surprise mm-hmm. they, they weren't creative as far as the whole turn goes uh-huh. uh but every like you okay sorry there's so many plot holes in every on every turn uh-huh where with 12 at least it was just like it's lazy you're just being lazy yeah it's just you guys wanted to go to europe right this one was just like there's no way any of this is possible yeah, what you were saying earlier about how them being already like red flagged. Right. Yeah. At least with twelve, it was like okay, all this could have happened in this world mm-hmm. at least. Uh, granted, it was like it was it wasn't creative the way that they ended up doing it, <laughs> but at least it, it was done in a way that was like okay, this could this could be real. They tried to be different than eleven. I, I see what I, they were. I see what they were trying to do. But then thirteen is like, nah. I think we should go back to the same formula. Yeah, but they 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 did ha- they split the difference. Yes, is what they did. Yes, and that to me is is, is more atrocious because they added Tulur <laughs> into it. That's why. Yeah, but Mission Impossible did the same kind of thing. The first one was amazing. There's a lot of like here's a churn. it's a real like spy movie. Yes, second one was just like a hey, I got your girl. All right, that's that's kind of sucks. Don't please don't kill her. I'm coming after you. Oh, try it. Mm-hmm. I will. Are you talking about taking movie? <laughs> no, Mission Impossible too. This is one where they uh they they put a, a the, chip inside the the brain, the Chimera virus. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's oh. part two. Oh yeah. Three is the one with uh, the other guy with uh Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two was just the it was just the virus chip. There was there was no like, oh gotcha trick, haha. Good was, evening, Mister Phelps. Like right. you're waiting for that. Nope. No. It was it was all it was all just a straightforward action. Uh, there was there was no like confusion as what's happened. Like oh. That's the bad guy for sure. Let's go get him. You know who directed part two? John Woo. Same guy oh. that did, who did Face Off. Oh. oh. No, the guy who did Face Off, dude. John Woo. He did Mission Impossible 2. Mm. I, I don't remember where the doves were in Mission Impossible 2. He, he, always, <laughs> puts, he always puts doves in his movie. Hmm. Uh, probably while the girl was dying in, in, the, in, the, in the lab somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were testing doves. On doves. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ocean's 13 for me. I still like it better than twelve yeah. by a little bit. None, none, it, it, neither of them can, can come. It's definitely more entertaining than, than 12, twelve. Yes, yeah. from a humor standpoint. Yes, Pacino adds a lot. Yeah, Pacino really is. He's really the X factor of this movie. Yeah, where they were just said, "All right, Al, go, oh, go. I'm pressing record. They, go, they, they, do your thing." <laughs> I just see they're like leading out to the to to the set. Uh-huh. All right, go. <laughs> Go do 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 you Al? Uh-huh. <laughs> Hoo ah! Oh yeah! <laughs> she's got a leaderboard. She's got a tight ass, <laughs> and your head's all the way up it <laughs> from heat. 
I love that. <laughs> Mesa, what are your thoughts on Ocean's 13? Uh, no, I said earlier, it was, I enjoyed it. I know it was a revenge thing that never could have happened, but it was better than number 12. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. like this more than 12. Okay. So we'll see how 8 compares to these. Three. I, think, I think 12 was a better movie, but this one was more offensive to me personally. <laughs> that's, that's what it comes down to. Like, really? Really? This is what you're, this is what you're giving to me? I, I originally, I thought you were going to really like dislike this movie because you never liked Don Cheadle's acting in this. I don't like Don Cheadle. Well, he wasn't in this one a lot. Exactly. No. But he wasn't Swordfish. But see, and this, I already talked about how much I like that movie. So he, Do you he, like him in the Iron Man movies? No. No? No. Probably you're just not a Cheadle I prefer, guy. I prefer Clarence better. Oh, Terrence Howard. Yeah, Terrence. Terrence Howard. He was a better... Uh, you were player. about to say Fishford, weren't you? No, no. I know it was... I know, I know the difference between the black actors. How dare you? <laughs> oh, the one code name I forgot to mention. Uh, an Irwin Allen. Remember what? That's the crocodile hunter. No, 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 no. What? Do you remember when Brad Pitt had the camera in the thing? Yeah. And they're watching it in, in Ruben's bed and Matt Damon's like, he's doing an Irwin Allen. And George Clooney says, he's not deaf, Linus. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lin- Linus tells Ruben that Rusty's pulling an Irwin Allen. This is an this is an homage to the producer Irwin Allen, who is widely popular for his disaster movies and TV shows that oh. depicted ways the world would end. Oh. So they're creating an earthquake, a disaster. So who's the crocodile hunter then? Steve Irwin. Oh, okay. Damn it! <laughs> I thought I thought that was it. I was like, I don't I don't get the reference. But <laughs> no, no. I I understand he's a pop culture guy. <laughs> Steve Irwin. You thought it was the way he dressed, right? Oh, <laughs> <the way> he, <laughs> he did. He did have a very uh-huh. uh, Irwin Allen, Steve Irwin. Damn it, Steve, Steve Irwin. Yeah, look, get up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that was our opinion of the movie. But like I said at the top of the show, we have lots of them. We have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials. The critics. Do you guys want to hear good reviews or bad reviews? Uh, we always go with the good first. No, sure. Let's go with the bad then. Yeah. Okay. Stephen Hunter of the Washington Post says, the details, the plots, the stratagems, the counter stratagems mount and mount and mount and mount until the thing reaches a point of such overplotted density it can't be penetrated. Jesus. I th- so feel like there was tons of penetration in this movie. Jay Hoberman of the Village Voice says, <laughs> a, a, a spectacle blatantly predi- predicated on a smug gaggle of mega movie stars and boss threads ostentatiously having fun by pretending to steal the house's money while actually taking yours. Oh, my God. Get that, that man at the source. Damn, that Jesus. was a hard sentence to go through. Woo-wee. That guy was like giving himself high fives the whole way. Like, I just turned this review in. Guys, <laughs> check my next article out in the uh, the Tribune uh-huh. or whatever. I got the source for this movie. <laughs> Holy. I told you guys a few weeks ago, me and Sarah were watching Con Air, right? On yeah. TV? Yeah. John Cusack has a great comeback to... Uh, the ass kicker guy, the guy from Star Trek. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Brian. Yes. Where he tells him, uh, what's with Mr. Dictionary here? It's the scene, the yeah. loquacious, you mean chatty, verbose. How about chatty? That, that part. Right. Uh, he goes, what's, who, who brought Mr. Dictionary over here? Actually, I think it'd be Mr. Thesaurus. Yeah. Love that comeback. <laughs> uh, finally, for the bad reviews, <laughs> Roger Ebert of the Chicago Sun Times says, I know full well I'm expected to suspend my disbelief. Unfortunately, my disbelief is very heavy, and during Ocean's 13, the suspension cable snapped. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Nice. And now the good reviews. See, nothing source needed for that kind of witty repartee. Just a couple analogies. Yeah. Oh, repartee. Good reviews. 
Terry Lawson of the Detroit Free Press says, a lightweight but altogether entertaining romp reunion that seems like nothing more or less than a do-over for the Steven Soderbergh, George Clooney gang's ponderous, too hip for the room, Ocean's 12. <laughs> that's what that's saying. Basically, Ooh. we agree that Ocean's 12 was bad and this is a rem- remake, basically. Yeah. It's, it's like a, sorry. It's an, it's an apology? We're going to go back to 11. Okay. Carrie Rickey of the Philadelphia Inquirer says, <laughs> Ivanka? Ivanka? No. <laughs> Sometimes, dude, I can't read out loud. Oh. Evocatively. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why can't I say this word? E V O C A T I V E L Y. Evocatively. That sounds right. Shot with a saturated color of 60s film and accompanied by David Holmes' retro mod score. Ocean's 13 is a boys' night out lark that girls can enjoy. The score was great in this movie. The underscore. Yeah. The little bump, 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 bump. The little like music that they played under. I really love the underscore. You didn't hear it? I, I don't remember it at all. Oh. Okay. Finally, Todd McCarthy of Variety says, as smooth as a good mojito, as stylish as an Armani suit, and as meaningful in the grand scheme of things as yesterday's Las Vegas betting odds, Ocean's 13 continues the breezy good times of the first two series entries without missing a beat. Ah, uh, beats were missed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, expenses oh, were too. spent. No, expenses were spared. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Spared expenses. Now it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes game. This is the part of the show where I make the guys guess the score of the movie based on his Rotten Tomato score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. 0 to 59 is rotten, 60 to 84 is fresh, and 85 and up is certified fresh. What would you guys like to guess first, the critics or the audience? Uh, let's go with the audience. Okay. All right. So uh, based on what we've been saying, 11 is amazing, 12 not so good, 13 better. So I would say eleven was high, so twelve was low, and then thirteen. Split the difference. Yes, yeah, split the difference. So I'm gonna go with. Are you doing critics or audience? Audience. Okay. I would say audience was probably in the high eighties for the first one. <laughs> How low for 30s? the second? <laughs> okay. Well, don't forget this is also um, an all-star cast. Yeah, but. I mean, no, I'm just trying to mess with your number. That's uh, okay. I understand. I'm going to go with 53%. Okay. Ooh, I was going to go with 47%. 75%. Oh, wow. From the audience. All right. So apology accepted from the audience. <laughs> and now the critics. Critics are going to be harsher. They have to be harsher than, than the audience. Uh, cause they're looking at it from a different perspective, not just all the star power. Damn it. I'm going to go 61. Barely, barely making it. Okay. 47. 70%. Wow. I was wrong. I'm still fresh. That's fine. It's okay. That's fine. Paddles. Run fresh. Yeah. Paul Giamatti was in this. He's been in a lot of the movies we've done. And since we all love him, we decided to ask, what role would Giamatti have had in this movie? In my face? Really? (laughs) They can't see you. Oh, yeah. So, Giamatti. You can't take out the VUP. He was no. great. Yeah, it was good. Right. Uh, do you do you just want to take Don Cheadle out and put <laughs> put him in? But, but then I don't think you can do that. Out. Yeah, you can. Then you got to retcon the other two movies. Oh. Maybe if you take out Marty Funkhauser. Marty Funkhauser. Oh yes, that's it. Make Giamatti be Matt Damon's dad. Yes. Mis- oh. Yes, Mr. Cal- Mr. Caldwell. But isn't like like Giovanni a little bit too short to play? Because isn't Matt Damon relatively tall? I don't know. 
Marty was much taller than Damon was. That's true. Yeah. Yep. 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 That's a good one. Funkhauser. Get him out. <laughs> or you know what? Is I. Uh, I don't. I don't think. Uh, damn it. He would have been a good Pacino, but Pacino was also a pretty good Pacino. Mm-hmm. Pacino, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's Pacino, dude. Or yeah, or you could have chosen, or you would have replaced the concierge. That chick, though. Yeah. You, you know what? I'm, I'm doing a retroactive three-way replacement <laughs> of Don Cheeto. Of Cheeto, yes. So is it? Is he also going to have a British accent? He, no, no, because he doesn't need to. <laughs> Cheeto is out. <laughs> what, all the movies. what about what about if we do, do retroactive? What about the uh, Izzard? No, Izzard's great. Izzard, yeah. Izzard was perfect. Yeah, he as works well. as what he has to be. Yeah, no, he. Yes. Or maybe G- Giamatti could be uh, Greco, the guy. Oh, yes, the guy who created the Greco machine. That makes oh, more in, sense in the in the in the cage in, in that. Yeah, heartbeat legitimate. I don't know. No, I need more screen time. I need more than that. Okay. Uh, I and as much as I love Cheadle, he's out <laughs> all, all the way out. In fact, I, I want Cheadle also out in Swordfish <laughs> for Giamatti. And Giamatti's a war machine. G- yeah, G- and Giamatti's also Captain Planet. All of them. He's everything. Um, uh, 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 I don't. I, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> now it's time for trivia. This is part of the show where I give out little bits of facts or info you may not know about the movie. So I said three of them, the the, the code code terms, code names. Yes. The numbers that Mr. Wang picks to win at the roulette wheel are Mr. 11, 12, and 13 in reference to the Ocean's Trilogy. Nice. Mr. Wang. The, the name of Saul's character in the movie is Kensington Chubb. Kensington being a name of the lock type and lock manufacturer and Chubb being a lock and safe maker brand. Obvious nod in the direction of what the Oceans group basically are. Thieves slash locks and safe crackers. Oh, that's cool. Finally, money makes the world go round. We want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year so we can get a feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. The budget for Oceans 13, $85 million. Hold on. Let me see what how that compares to the other ones. Oh, okay. I think this might be the highest. Oh, $85 million. This is... I think the last one would have been better overseas. So I think the last one would have been more money. But don't forget, though, they made enough money to make a number eight. Ocean's Eleven also cost $85 million. Okay. And let me check Ocean's Twelve. I think Twelve made the most out of the three. Uh, Ocean's Twelve, $110 million budget. Well, that's a lot of travel. Well, yeah, they got to – you got to send – you can't put Clooney – and anything less than four stars in Europe. <laughs> so $85 million. You, can't, me- you can't put one of Russie's hotels. <laughs> uh, 85. Okay. 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 <laughs> 85. <sighs> Total gross. No, Maestro had a good point. They're ma- they are making an eight. So. Don't forget, I'm doing this to mess with you. No, but but you're not wrong. You're not wrong. The fact that they're making an, another one means that the franchise did well overall. So even if eleven had to do great, twelve even I think that one still did great. Oh no, but okay. So some people saw eleven, great. They all went to go watch it in theaters. They went to go see twelve in theaters. Oh my god, what have we done? <laughs> and now thirteen comes out. Is that a rush to the theaters, or is this wait till it comes out then? Oh my! 
I have I have a theory, and I don't know if you can confirm it or not. Okay, this made more on the back end than it did theatrically. Uh, I might have. So I'm gonna go with uh one ten. Okay. One ten. I will go with plus fifteen. One twenty five. Okay. <laughs> Let's go with one forty for me. In the U.S., this grossed 117.1 million. Oh, Overseas, boy. it grossed 194.1 million, bringing its wow. total gross. Three hundred eleven point two million. Wow! So it was a big hit. Wow. I guess even if you did hate this twelve, you still got to see this one. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you said you saw it in theaters, right? Mm-hmm. I saw all three of them in theaters. Wow. Okay. Ocean's Thirteen debuted in first place on the weekend of June eighth, two thousand seven, with thirty six point one million dollars. According to Box Office Mojo, this is the fourth highest grossing film in the category. Remake slash sequel to the remake. Huh. So the, so the, so the sequel to the remake. Fourth highest grossing. So what is this like? Any guesses what number one? 2.1? Wait, so remake or sequel to the remake? I don't know why they put the slat. It's pretty much sequel to remake. Oh, okay. So it's a movie that's a sequel to the remake. Oh, because Ocean's Eleven was it was a remake, remake. right? Okay. Right, because I would I would have first thought the uh, Amityville Horror was on there, but that's not a sequel to the remake. That's just it's just a remake. A remake. But there's been I think fourteen of Amityville movies. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go with one of your Halloweens. It's gonna be up there. <laughs> oh no, no! I can't think of any remakes that became sequels. No, no, no. It's the sequel to the remake. Right, yeah. That's, that's what, what you're mean. thinking of. Yeah. I can't think of any remakes that had a movie made again. Okay. Based off of the remake. Oh, Halloween. No. That's, that's exactly what I said. Oh, I wasn't paying attention to you. Because, like, Tron is a remake, but not a sequel to a remake. No, it's not. Yes, it's it's, a, it's actually a sequel. Yeah. Uh, Ninja Turtles 2? That's a good guess. There is a 2, right? Because there is a remake. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Was it not a sequel to the remake? Ghostbusters was no. That's just a remake. That's just a sequel. No, it's a remake. Oh yeah, it's a remake now. The all women's one. Yeah, that's but that's not a sequel. No, right. It's sequel to the remake. That's that's a confusing category. Yeah, but (laughs) technically it was because they said that it happened before. Did they? Yeah. No, this takes place. No, this is modern day. Yeah, it doesn't take place in the same world. Pretty sure there was a cell phone at some point in that movie. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. All right. Yeah, I'll just tell you what number one is. That's fine. It's the Mummy Returns. Oh. the one with the Rock as the Scorpion King. Okay, so the Mummy was a remake of, of the Mummy, the black and white Mummy. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So the first Mummy was like similar to the Mummy that I've seen. No. Okay, that's not a remake then. That's just the rebranding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that Mummy, the one with Tom Cruise in it, that's just like a. Because in that case, you can do all the, any Dracula movie of all time. It's not those aren't reboots. That's true. Or those aren't remakes. Those are so the Gary Oldman books. one is yeah. So Blade Blade Two is my next guess. <laughs> Blade Three, yeah. Blade Three had Dracula. Okay. And Ryan Reynolds was in Blade Three. Yeah, he was. Hannibal King. All right. Number one is The Mummy Returns. Number two is Ocean's Twelve. Could the Batman's be part of that then? No. Like like the they're Chris not Nolan's they're not re- that's not a remake that's they're a reimagining. reimagining. Oh for <laughs> God! I know, I know I know it's stupid. <laughs> so number one is The Mummy Returns. Number two is Ocean's Twelve. So you're right. Ocean 12 made the most out of all of them. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three is The Nutty Professor 2, The Clumps. <laughs> okay. And then number four is Ocean's 13. Finally, Ocean's 13 was the 26th highest grossing film of 2007. Number one that year, 
Spider-Man 3. Hmm. That's the Venom one? Mm-hmm. No. That's the I that's the Jamie Foxx one. No. That's Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh. Was that is that count? Is that a remake of a, a sequel of a remake? I think that's <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know what? I can look it up on Box Office Mojo. While I do that, why don't you tell them about Amazon? All right. If you're gonna watch these movies, uh watch them on Amazon. Before you go to Amazon, first go to our website. Click on the banner on our website. It takes you to Amazon. You do your shopping as normal. doesn't cost you anything extra, but... It helps support the show. It helps support the show. Thank you, Maestro. Welcome. <laughs> you, know, you get a percentage of anything you buy without charging you more. I mean, come on. Okay. I'm going to read you other right. movies in this sequel to the remake. Sequel to the, please. Number five is Dr. Doolittle 2. Right. Number six is <laughs> The Mummy Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. What? Yeah, there was another yeah. mummy with Jackie. Oh, that was, that was Jet, Li. Jet Li. Yeah, right. that was a trilogy, no? Never saw that one. Number seven is Wrath of the Titans. Number eight okay. is that che- one makes sense. Number eight is Cheaper by the Dozen 2. Mm-hmm. Was no- Martin yep. short? Steve Martin? Steve Martin. It's a- Cheaper by the Dozen was a yeah. remake. Uh, Father of the Bride Part 2. Oh, I don't know that was a remake either. The Ring 2. Okay, mm-hmm. makes sense. Uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Beginning. I'm just going, oh, th- this isn't in order. Okay. Homeward Bound 2? What the fuck? Was oh. Homeward Bound a remake of something? Uh, Lassie. It was a remake of Lassie. No. That's the way these kind of movies are kind of <laughs> pitching it to me. Yeah. Uh, so there's only 24 movies in this category, Adam, and <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man Part 2 is not in this because okay. it's a reimagining. How about Clone Wars? Uh, no, because that's a prequel. <laughs> but it's a sequel, a remake of the original. No. It feels like a... God damn it. I'm checking right now about know, the Homeward Bound stupid. thing. It's a, dumb, it's a dumb category. Uh, that's 2007's Ocean's 13, directed by Steven Soderbergh. Check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoiler Show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch... That movie will go to the top of our list, and we will watch it before any other requests. Next week, to the top of our kind of list, open space spot, right, yeah, because we're locked in on the next two, yeah, and then yours. Oh yeah, we're, we're locked in until uh, until my the birthday, next spoilers. Yeah, that's it. For, we're done for season five in July. We'll be done. Yeah, season season five. Season. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, next week we are watching. Uh, do you remember why you picked this movie? No. We're watching Space Jam. Movie? Space oh. Jam. Do you remember why you picked Space Jam? No. So you looked. Uh, we had an opening, and you were like, "What's happening in the world around that time?" NBA sports, NBA finals. Oh, is that right? So you said, "Let's just do Space Jam because <laughs> it has basketball and it's okay. the NBA finals." But as of this recording, the Warriors won their third game of the finals. So okay. by Friday, this finals can be over. Oh, is that right? Oh. Yeah, but it's fine. It's still like basketball season. I think it's still a good movie for spoilers. Yes, it's a real. It's a. It's 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 something you loved as a kid, and when you watch it as an adult, you're like, no, this is going to be very upsetting for me. I uh, guarantee it. But I think, well, at least you and me, yeah, because we're Seinfeld fans. Newman, I think oh, we're still right. going to love Newman. That's right. But this mm-hmm. is isn't this like the third movie we've done where uh, real live action and cartoons have been intermixed with? So we've done Cool World. Yes. That Did we do Roger one. Rabbit? We haven't done Roger oh, Rabbit. Oh, we haven't. No, we talked about it, I think. Oh, okay. I was thinking of putting it on my thankful, right. movie, thankful movie. Right. Um, animated and live action. What else have we done? I'm trying to remember. The closest thing to that would be Mario Brothers. 
No, <laughs> but that's oh, because that cartoon opening. Okay. No, I think Maestro means like actual interacting yeah. with cartoon characters. I think you thought with uh, Roger Rabbit. Yeah, I think with we talked about it a lot. Yeah, we talked about it a lot. It's the same guy though from Mario. Maybe that's more confusing. <laughs> Possible. Bob Hoskins. Yeah. Shmi. Shmi. Don't try to stop me, Shmi. Don't try to stop me. <laughs> stop me, Shmi. We're doing Shmi. Try to stop me. It's not a joke. I'm committing suicide. Shmi, get off your ass and get over here. <laughs> so real quick, just to give people a preview, we have the spoilies, as Adam mentioned, coming up. And one category we have of the spoilies is best villain. Dude, Ooh. this might be our most loaded category yet. Best villain. I'm just going through who I think the highlights are for best villain. Uh, we have Buffalo Bill. <laughs> we have Hannibal Lecter. And they're in the same goddamn movie. Yep. We have uh, oh. villains. We have... Travolta, Broken Arrow. A lot of Travolta. We have Captain Hook. Dennis Hoffman? What's his name? Dustin Hoffman. Dustin, Dustin Hoffman. Dustin. Yeah. We have... Um, I guess you could put Pacino in, in this role. Yeah. Now. Now. We have... I my House of Thousand Corpses? My, my birthday pick, dude... Is is he consi- he's considered a villain? Well, how about my birthday pick? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> dude, that's gonna be a loaded category. <laughs> yes. Oh, we also got a uh, uh, Leslie uh, Leslie Nielsen from Surf Ninja. <laughs> <laughs> do we do worst villain? I think we just do best villain. Okay, but uh, oh my, that's God. this is gonna be a this is gonna be a tough. Uh, when did we do that movie, uh, Master Disguise? That was oh, that was like ago. two seasons ago. Okay. Yeah. I was about to that say swept like, the spoilies, I think. Yeah, <laughs> that did. <laughs> uh, Sauron from Galaxy Quest. Ooh. Uh, uh, Explain oh. it to him yeah. like a child. <laughs> Dude, I just, wa- I just watched a Star Trek episode that um, the guy from Ninja Turtles 2, mm-hmm. Secret of the Use, the way he's, been, he's been in all the things. The, the, the doctor. Oh. oh, yeah. Yeah. He, he was, the British uh, guy. He, he, was a, he was a Cardassian in uh, Star Trek. Cardassian? Cardassian. Oh, that's a species. It's a species of people. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's wildly, it's very close to Kardashian, but these people are ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily. They just got like weird, like reptilish, like neck things, right? But it was, but it's weird because even with full on makeup, just like his voice was like, "That's that guy. I know mm-hmm. that guy." Is mm-hmm. But his whole face is covered. No, it's just gray. Nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull a picture. Pull the picture. All right, not right now. Come oh, we got this in, this in the podcast. So, uh, <laughs> oh, and then also. Oh wait, no, never mind. Holy shit, your guy could win the best villain, dude. Ooh-wee. For the limited amount of screen time Ooh-wee. he has. Oh man. So <laughs> Buffalo Bill oh, I can't believe it. Buffalo Bill and Hannibal Lecter head to head. And we do best supporting actor. They're both technically supporting roles. Oh, this is gonna be a tough one. Holy shit. All right. We need to get this list solidified <laughs> so we can go over it. I'm gonna need at least a week. <laughs> I get to go over all of these. Uh-huh. Oh my. Oh wait. Oh wait. Mm. What's your great big fat person? <laughs> How about the predator, man? We haven't done him yet. We talked about it coming up. We- we'll just say it now. Okay. My birthday pick after Space Jam. Sorry. I'm doing <laughs> I'm doing Predator. It's it's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's you know I love dumb action movies. That's why I saw Hurricane Heist uh this year. <laughs> but I also love it's sort of Horror-ish, but not really. Yes, sort of, yeah. but not really. It has it has a hint of yes, sci-fi action, great Schwarzenegger one-liners. The his most well-known one-liners in this movie, the get to the chopper. Yeah, that's where it all started. 
And the one thing about this movie, because I, dude, I saw it last week. I couldn't wait. I fucking love Predator. Oh, yeah? I threw it on. I saw Predator when I was a kid. I know I'm jumping ahead two weeks here. Yeah. Or whatever. But, um, yeah, my dad showed me Predator when I was like seven. He's like, watch this movie with me. Loved it. Because at that age, I was into horror movies and gore right. and action and guys but, getting but today's shot. today's day and age, that's, it's not very, it's very tame. It's mild. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing I noticed rewatching it, and trust me, I'm going to watch it again. Okay. <laughs> the thing I noticed, this movie moves, dude. Yeah. This movie has zero fat on it. Nice. You're right off the bat. Here's your mission. You're going to the jungle. They drop them off. They raid the village. Something's chasing them. Boom. One by one, they're picked off. The movie never slows down. It's so fucking tight. There nice. is no fat on this script. All right. I'm looking forward to it. I cannot wait for this movie. <laughs> I haven't seen it in a couple years, but I remember loving it. It, it still holds up, dude. Good. This alien still holds up. All the fucking aliens. Total oh, Recall man. was on TV the other day. And, and that, that, yeah. that still holds up. That one I saw kind of recently too. That one was that one's still fine. Minus uh, Rob Schneider. No, that's not Rob Schneider. Wasn't he the use the bellhop? Wait, what, what, what are we talking about? Total, total Recall. Oh, shit, I, I went Judge Dredd. Get your ass to Mars. Yeah, sorry. Get your ass to Mars. Right. Oh yes, that's with the uh, three the three boobed alien trick. Yeah, and the uh, Hank Hank is that guy with the fucked up face. Oh, is he? Yeah, he goes, you got a lot of nerve showing yourself around here, Co- Quaid, ah. Cohagen. And he goes, look who's talking. Is it Mugatu? Is that the name of the the, the, the thing? Yeah, the, okay. on his chest. Yeah. Um, Chocolate Rain? His, his, <laughs> in, in Total Recall, his chick is Bishop, the female guard in Con Air. Oh, oh, yes. yes, yes. All, the, all these action people just Man. blend together, dude. Oh, it's a good genre. Total Recall holds up. What else was on the other day? A lot of action was on within the past two weeks, and it, it held up. Aliens was on. That obviously still holds up. Oh, I cannot wait to show that to to, to my ladies. I got I to show it to Danny. I got to show it to my daughter. Aliens? Yeah, the alien. Oh, the first yeah, one. Yeah, oh, oh, start from the beginning. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, come on. That's good because Alien is a good horror movie. Yeah. Aliens is a great action movie. Su- uh, suspense. Action too. Okay, I, I think Alien was like just suspense up all, yeah. the, way, all the way through, which I, I love that stuff, mm-hmm. and she loves that too. We I, I showed her Cloverfield, and uh, man, she was jumping out of her seat. She loved it. Do you think she? Do you think Annie knows the game over, man? No, no. She has. She, she has not. She has seen no a familiar Alien. No, but I mean, but I mean, people know what that phrase is. She no. She'll be introduced to it. Yes. Okay, cool. All right. So, wow, this was a long outro. Yeah, tell me about it. It's fine. It's fine. fine. So, uh, (laughs) get ready. We got spoilies coming up next week. Is Space Jam? Everybody, get out! It's time to slam down. Oh man, great soundtrack. I remember liking everything about this movie. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm, I'm nervous. I'm nervous to watch it. Bill Murray's in it. Yeah, he is. Michael Jordan's in it. (laughs) Jesus Christ. There's rumors there's going to be a Space Jam 2 with, Le- with LeBron, LeBron James. Yeah, I already pitched my idea for Space Jam 2. A lot of people were like, okay, I could see that. Okay. My idea is the aliens developed time travel. So now since we can do the – we'll bring back Grand Moff Tarkin. We'll bring back Princess Leia. Oh. They developed time travel. So the aliens picked Michael Jordan, 
Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. They go, now these are our guys now. We're not seeing their powers. Okay. Let's see if you can beat them now. So LeBron recruits Kobe. He recruits like current. So now you're seeing current guys battling Bird, Magic, Jordan, the, the legends. Interesting. Very interesting. They'll like hypnotize him or something. Huh. They got like uh, Timberland. Mm-hmm. They'll go back and get whoever. Jerry West. But I remember it was a little bit more um like more fist more fighting than in the than in the past than it is now, right? Mm-hmm. It's more physical. Yeah. Do you remember Arch Rivals? Mm-mm. It was a video game. It was basketball, but you were allowed to punch people. Yes. I do remember that game. That was fun. It was like before NBA Jam. That was like that was the that was my go-to basketball. For some reason, I remember that too. NCAA, dude, Space Jam was huge when we were kids. Yes, absolutely. I was all mm. Michael Jordan was 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 a god to me exactly. at that time. And then he was put in a movie with cartoons. Yep. Bulls was the first team that I ever remember liking, and maybe it's because they were big at the time. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell stories next week. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah. yeah. So until next time, this is Hollywood. I'm Maestro. I'm Adam. Adam.